you don't get to choose if you are a role model. Right. You get to choose the quality of the role model. Right. So you get to choose your character and the message that's going to go to others. Mm -hmm. I've read books and learned a lot from books, but I've also read people and just watched what they've done. And that's the greatest lesson. Yeah. You do what's right just because it's right every time. You take the hit if you have to, but you do what's right. Protect your character. Welcome to BP Leadership. I'm Bill Purvis, your host, and this is where real leaders are made. I'm excited about our guest today. His name is Dr. Butch Beach. Butch has been my friend for many years, and he has got a wealth of information on governments and how they're run and police and law enforcement. And there's a lot that we can learn from today. So I'm excited about it. I know you will be. Let's get started. Butch, welcome today to the podcast. My pleasure to be here. It's an I, honor. I'm glad. Well, we go back a long ways. How many years we've known each other? Uh, yeah, we were counting the other day, by the way. I, I think it's like 32. Wow. God, it's been a while. When uh, I met you, you, have, you were on the police department. You've been there for a while. At that time, you were the assistant to the chief, Chief Weatherington. That's right. But you go back a long ways. Tell me about your life growing up, what it was like, just kind of your story. Well, I became a police officer first in April of 1974. That's the month that's unique yeah. to you. Yes. How about uh, that? Uh, as a matter of fact, I'd been a policeman. 27 days when you were stabbed. I, I came right? April 1st. So I, I tell folks that I've been an April Fool's joke for now uh -huh. nearly 48 years. <laughs> but um, the truth is, uh, I was I was there since 1974. Wow. And I retired in 1999, uh -huh. uh, which was retired early as chief of staff for Chief Weatherington. Right. So I retired, went to full time with the Georgia Public Safety Training Center, which had uh -huh. a, a regional academy out on the campus of Columbus State University. I uh, spent the last couple of years with the GBI in mm -hmm. training and in, in investigative techniques with computer systems and, and that sort of issue. I retired again in uh, 2011. I was out of work for about 90 days and went full-time with Point University, and mm -hmm. I've been uh, teaching full-time academic criminal justice cool. since. Yeah. I'm still full-time, and um, I have two part-time jobs with other <laughs> universities, and I still train around That's the right. state as I'm needed. And, yeah. I just want to keep moving. I guess so. Until, uh, you know, my, my dad taught me, he said, I don't know about retirement, so I'm going to work till I die. Yeah. And, and yeah. he did. Yeah. And I guess that's really what I want to do. Yeah, because you retired mm -hmm. twice and got three jobs now as teaching. Yes. So, yes. I what, what got you into law enforcement? I'm sure there are plenty of options. You could have done other things, but what was it that yes. made you choose that? Uh, my dad had his own uh, subcontracting construction company, and the, the business just wouldn't support two families anymore. Right. Uh, so... I said, you know what, I, I'm going to go down to work at the police department. I said, you know, it'll be good for a year or two. This thing will pass. And mm -hmm. Well, I went there, fell in love with it, and yeah. 48 years later, I'm still clicking. And you've had a lot of experience. Plus, you've also you've got a skill for managing and organizing. You know, a lot of people don't have that, but you have the ability to come in and take a team and put the right players in the right spot and figure out what they need mm -hmm. to do and then correct things when they're off track. I mean, that's a, that's a gift I've always known and respected. I have such respect for police. In fact... I believe we ought to be funding them more. But but I think you get out of your car and walk up to a car, these guys are patrol, they have no idea you know, what that person's doing or who they are or what they just come mm -hmm. from. Y'all, every every situation could be dangerous. Every one of them. And, uh, you know, and it's difficult for them, too. I, yeah. I, I'm going to tell you from experience, you know, we in training, we put them in two silos. Mm -hmm. uh, one is a guardian and the other right. is a warrior. For instance, just to set the mindset where you have to be careful. I mean, one of the first things we train them is when they approach a car. If you'll ever notice this, mm -hmm. I'm giving away a little bit here. Uh, they're gonna they're gonna touch the rear of the car. 
mm -hmm. that trunk lid. They just put mm -hmm. their hand on it. Right. Well, that's marking the car mm -hmm. in case all this goes bad. Mm -hmm. That that's to identify the car hmm. and, and who they were. Yeah. So uh, now that was in the old days we, yeah. we taught that. Now of course today we have dash cams and yeah body cams. Uh, yeah, yeah. So it's much improved and, and tag numbers on there and it's mm -hmm. it's changed. But the point I'm making is the mindset. Yes. Uh, so they're they're on their peak. That's yes. the warrior, and they have to make this warrior transition yes. to this guardian. To just, protect and serve. And that, yeah. that mindset has to come back and forth. So this is just, uh, you know, a, yeah. a young person that, that ran the red light. That's all there is to it. All mm -hmm. they really need is just some encouragement. So right. we went from, am I going to get killed, to just let me speak to this teenager and yeah. send them on their way right. in, a, in milliseconds. Yeah. Or you can turn that around, mm -hmm. and the perception you get is just that innocent teenager, and when you get to the window, there's a, a nine-millimeter stick. Yeah, so, that's right. They, they have a tough job. Yeah, yeah. So you're always really tense and on edge. You're, you're mm. never really fully relaxed. You can't afford to be. And you can't be all guardian and you can't be yeah. all warrior. Yeah. yeah. It's a, you know, and, 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 and you even said something, you need to be yourself. Well, they're trying. Yeah. But their they're, they're self is but somewhere you, in the middle of those two that's right. but extremes. It, it's, it's a yeah. job and a work for them. They don't know what surprise could come. They don't know what they don't know. Yeah. That's right. And so I... I could just see that that kind of job. Like at the end of the day, you just said, "Gosh, I just want the brain just relief," mm -hmm. you know, so you don't have to be mentally on and engaged all yeah. day. Yes. But there's also a stress. You know, like a family with everybody, but at the same time, I see stress on their families. You know, mm -hmm. I've seen some that have gone through divorces and things like that 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 say the job just had so much demand on it that it was difficult. And so I guess you got to balance all. Yeah. Of that. You know, you're you're gone so much. You you do so much. And um, and one of the things my wife said, and then we we're tired. She said, "Now you're through." Mm -hmm. You're not a policeman anymore. You know, there are times I'd, I'd leave in the dark. I come yeah. home in the dark, or, or don't come home at all. Right. Um, you know, you know, uh, to get one of those SWAT call outs. Mm -hmm. And you know, I, matter of fact, with that one I was telling you about, it was so funny. We were laughing about it the other day. It's a date night, and I, I was supposed to take her to dinner. Mm -hmm. And of course, we're called, and we go. And yeah. you know, six o'clock comes, and I'm still not home. Seven yeah. o'clock comes, and I'm not home. Right. She don't know where in the world I am. Mm -hmm. So I stood her up for dinner. Mm -hmm. And then when I call about nine thirty or ten, when the first break I got, right. Well, she was not happy with me, <laughs> yeah. as you well you know. That's right. So <laughs> it's a and that, that there's a strain there yeah. that that you just live through. Yeah, yeah. And you know, and I'm I'm married to a trooper. She's yeah. she's been right there That's all right. the way, and so it's it's great. Yeah, they 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 don't know it, but when they marry you, they get that part of that lifestyle. That's too. right. But she also knew when it was enough. She said, "That's it." Yeah. Now let me ask you: What when you think about leadership, what are some of the best? I guess the the best needs or or whatever when you talk about leadership, what do you think people need to know? To be a better leader, uh, and I speak to um, conferences around with and with ethics and leadership, and you know I, I try to get the leaders to understand that mm -hmm. that these are the people that are important. You right. take care of the people, they'll take care of the job. Yes, your, your job as a leader is not to do the job; it's to take care of the people. That's it, and you won't have to worry about the job. Yes, yes. And John Cotter said it in in an academic way. So you know, with he said you get people on the bus. Uh huh. Now that's one place, You're but right. you got to get them in the right seat on the bus. That's right, and that's what makes the flywheel right. run and the hedgehog move. That's right. So you get the right people on the bus, and you take care of them. Yeah, and then you train them, and you can feel that you can feel you people on the bus, but yeah. if they're not in the right seat. Oh, then you got more problems too. More problems. You get somebody that goes out there mm -hmm. and gets you lawsuits and oh, creates all kind of problems. Oh, yeah. you got a farm. Yeah, which creates negativity, and and then you got to start know, all over. It costs you more than to go that's back. That's right. Generally, I, I think the core of leadership is just understanding people mm -hmm. and knowing people 
That's the first thing you have to do. But then General Schwarzkopf, I think, said it best years ago. Mm -hmm. I, I will evoke names here. And this is a, a speech that he gave impromptu at the graduation of West Point. And he said leadership has two things. And the first is character. Mm -hmm. The second is competence. Mm -hmm. Well, I take that and say, you know, competence doesn't matter if your character is bad. Right. You know, George true. Washington gave us a good example of that. But I, I tell them you've got to guard your character. Right. That's right. You know, your reputation means everything. Your influence means everything. If you're going to lead people, they got to trust you. That's right. And it means everything. That's right. All right. So when I tell the young guys, I said, you know, it's, it's ethics training. The decisions you make are going to define how far you go. Mm -hmm. And you've said that similarly in, yeah. in a lot of your things. But that's exactly what happens. So if I'm making a mistake, that's one thing. Mm -hmm. But to do things deliberately, yeah. uh, it will spoil your, your character. That's I like right. to tell them, you know, mistakes are forgiven. You yeah. know, acts are remembered. Yeah, that's true. Wow. So it, it's, it's the way we do that. So if we make decisions because poor decisions I'm mm -hmm. talking about, and, and then we find ourselves in a compromising position, yeah. Uh, you know, we're going to lose all our influence with everybody that's following us. That's right. They're, they're not going to trust that's you right. anymore. So once you're in a position of leadership, there's certain things that you may have been able to do formerly that mm -hmm. you can no longer do. That's right. There, there are liberties that you had formerly that mm -hmm. you no longer have. That's right. And so when you accept that, whether yeah. that's a formal position of leadership or just just an informal. Mm -hmm. Just being in a role. Just yeah. being in the role yeah. is you, you take that on. Yeah. And that was best uh, accentuated, I think. Uh, I'm going to date myself here, and mm -hmm. you'll remember this, but Roy Firestone on ESPN back when we watched tape football right. games there was uh, interviewing Charles Barkley. He was not your, he was a kind of a problem child yeah. in those days, right. if you remember. But uh, Roy Firestone said, well, what do you say to these parents who their children see you as a role model? He said, whoa, 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 whoa. No, no, no. I, I'm not a role model. Mm. And, and so I used that to say, now, yeah. wait a minute. Uh, if he's that celebrity basketball player and these kids are looking, yeah, he is whether he likes. He is it. a role model. You don't get to choose if you are a role model. Right. You get to choose the quality of the role model. Right. So you get to choose your character and the message that's going to go to others. Mm -hmm. and, and so I caution them: yeah. uh, protect your character. That's true. You do what's right just because it's right every time. You take the hit if you have to, but you do what's right. And, mm -hmm. and even if that means going against the grain. Mm -hmm. Uh, in the end, it's going to pay. It's going to pay off for you. Yeah. You know, you, they know that you'll do what's right, mm -hmm. and, and you're there for them. That's right. Uh, if you start to vacillate and do, you, you're just giving it up. Yeah. So it's character. Yes. And then of course confidence. You got to be good at what you do. Right. Now you don't have to be the best. Yeah. But you got to be good. Well, that's you, what keeps you in the game. That's yes. Right. You you got to understand, you know what what the game is yeah. and how it's played and be at least competent mm -hmm. to do the task you're asking everybody else to do. But you got to always be learning, right. always be yes. growing. Uh, the sooner you can recognize what you don't know, the stronger you are. That's right. And, and you start looking, looking. Mm -hmm. I've read books and learned a lot from books, but I've also read people and just watched what they've done. And that's the greatest lesson. Yeah, and I've said, yes. okay, I just noticed right. how he did that. Greatest lesson. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I remember one time being in a car with a guy that was a, a high-level business guy, and it was back when he had cars with the telephones with the wires in them, and we were driving home, and we were coming back from Atlanta, and his assistant called him, and she said, James is here, and that was, his, uh, it was one of his foremen or something. said, and he's mad, and he can't wait to see you. He is angry at you, and he's mad. And so initially, you want to get defensive. And I'll never forget how quickly he turned that. He said, good, I'm glad he's mad. He said, because I'm mad too. He said, so when I get there, he said, we'll have a talk. And then 
<laughs> we hung, he hung up, and I remember thinking, he just spun that thing so uh -huh. easy. That's Instead right. of getting defensive, right. yeah, like, well, good. We'll finally get this table. And that was one of the first times I learned, and I said, you know, why is it we always go into reactive defensive mode instead of just, okay. Yeah. <laughs> this, you know, let, now let me ask you this. Uh, tell me about your faith. How would you come to God, and, and how was that? You know, uh, I think um, I'll try to do this without mm -hmm. the when I finished my graduate postgraduate school, my doctorate. Uh -huh. You know, you make your dedication to it, and I think I tried to say it best here. And, and what I said was, uh, if it weren't for Jesus Christ and my wife, I wouldn't be anything. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I'm gonna tell you this: I, I was a police officer enjoying life. Just enjoying life. I mean, as police officers enjoy life. Mm -hmm. You with me? Yeah. All right. So, and then I married Virginia. Mm -hmm. And Virginia had a, a strong uh, Christian background. Mm -hmm. uh, her with her grandmother and those other people. I had a, I had some influence. Right. Uh, but it was more from faith that told me what I shouldn't do and punish right. if you don't do it and right. leave that alone. But Virginia had a different outlook. Mm -hmm. And so I, I got to give some credit here to a couple of people. So she, she uh, her, her sister. Uh, was going to a, a little Baptist church called Chase Memorial Baptist Church. Mm -hmm. And she invited Virginia and I to go over there. So we mm -hmm. go over there, and Virginia rededicates her life and yeah. starts going all the time. Well, I went once, went home. Mm -hmm. Well, the, the pastor was a former police officer. Mm -hmm. All right, so God just kind of puts you in the right place yeah. at the right time, just hooks you up. He, he started coming by the house, da 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 and, and, and he just got in my face as a police officer. Well, and he said, mm -hmm. What's your, what's your situation with Jesus Christ? You know him or you don't know him? <laughs> I said, what does he mean by knowing? You know, and um, so we blew it off, went on. But I got to think about the question. So then a couple of Sundays after that, he, he said, I want you to come. I want you to come. So Virginia said, I want you to go. <laughs> so I went to church with her. I'm sitting, okay, I'll go. Yeah. You know, no big deal. So I went. And then on, um, in May of that, of year 1987, <laughs> All right, I, it just hit me. The Spirit was calling and said, you need to know Jesus. Wow. And I said, I don't know what that means, but I need to do something. And, and you know, the Spirit just working. Yes. And so um, I think Virginia could tell it. I'm honest, I believe she mm -hmm. did. I looked at her, she looked at me, and she just shook, nodded her head, and I said, I never said a word. Mm -hmm. I said, okay. And, and I took that step, and I changed. Wow. All right, I changed right there. A few months after that, you came there and taught a revival. Yep, the revival. Or preaching a revival. Right. I was there every night, mm -hmm. all right? And I was hungry then, you know, mm -hmm. and hungry. And I said, ah, there's just something about that. Mm -hmm. So we said, let's, let's visit Cascade mm -hmm. just to see what it's like yeah. over there. We visited, and then we, we never left. Mm -hmm. we, it was from there, from there on. Yeah. So, so Jesus changed my whole outlook in the life. Wow. My, my whole outlook about everything, about Virginia and the way I was doing life and the way I was raising my kids mm -hmm. and... Wow. And so from then until now, it's only gotten stronger. Wow. Uh, but without the grace of Jesus, mm -hmm. uh, you know, I, I don't know where I'd be, but it uh, wouldn't be here. I know. And, and it wouldn't have been on that fence post, and I'd have never been the director of the training center. I'd have never been a, a chief yeah. of police somewhere. I'd have never probably been chief of staff at, at a police department. I, none of that would have ever happened if I don't get my life right. Matter of fact, I'd probably be dead or fired by now. Mm -hmm. I mean, I was, yeah. I was moving fast and hard. Yeah. And Never known fear. Uh, it, yeah. It's it's a, uh, and that's a little truth, Bill. What, what, mm. Without Virginia and Jesus, I, I I'm, I'm certain I wouldn't. Yes. I, I know I wouldn't be here. Yeah, that's it. And, that, and that's the thing. It's, people don't realize when you come to Him, we think, you know, what's God going to do with my life? 
And it'd be better mm -hmm. off just not to ask and distrust. Because I'm telling you, it don't better. matter. Yeah. That's, that's right. I tell folks, you know, we, some people say, well, I haven't lived it. Well, I know. That's why you need it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So we, we'll agree with that, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you didn't live it. So, no. And I'm one of those. That, me too. All right. So if that'd keep you out, then they ain't, they ain't no hope for yeah. me or anybody right. else. So why not? Mm -hmm. Why not? I, yeah. I can tell you that it ain't about what you're going to give up. It's about what you're going to get. That's right. Now, it might not be prescriptive again. Right. Like, well, this is what I want. He don't always give you what yeah. he wants, but he certainly gives you what you need. That's right. And what you ought to be That's doing. That's right. That's right. it. And, and what he's going to give you yes. gonna be, ain't going to be what you deserve. No, no. Uh, it's going to be a lot more That's than right. you deserve. And, and I, a, I've learned that. It's, it is. There's a, there's a peace. There's a purpose in your life. And all of those things seem to make it like, wow, what a... You know, you know Bill, I've, I've been promoted, uh, whether you call it promotion or not, you know, I, I, I speak all the time. I get the opportunity to mm -hmm. that people call on the phone, you know, and I'm not any different. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've been promoted so far beyond yeah. my capabilities and my, my, what I deserve. Yeah. I like to tell this. I've told my Bible study this. I said, if God quit blessing me today, mm -hmm. I can't live long enough to break even. Yeah, that's right. That's right. You just should be thanking him forever. Yeah, if I if I if I live long as Methuselah, I probably <laughs> couldn't. Right. And, and obviously, we don't have that. And that's the way to live, though. It's it living is. with gratitude. It's, it's, Every it's, day, if you can get up and find things to be grateful for, you know, it changes and, and God life. has been so good to me. I know. And I know. and mine. I'm with you. I'm with you, Butch. And mine. Butch, thank you so much. It's been it's been fun talking to you today and getting caught up. Thanks for being my guest today. It, it's been such a pleasure, man. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. And I know that you're going to enjoy this. And so my prayer is for you that you'll share it with somebody else. And always watch us here. Be sure and hit the subscribe button. Love to have you as a part of this team.